Kids Rock is in the house tonight. FedEx Field is having such a good time. Washington is kicking your behind. Redskins fans are having such a good time. The Skins Rock is in the house tonight. FedEx Field is having such a good time. Washington is kicking your behind. The Redskins are gonna make that, make that, make that, make that. Holy cow, the Redskins are above 500. It's 3 and 2. 3 and 2. 3 and 2 Redskins. From last we talked to you, that was not the case. I had already stuck a fork in the season. Maybe that's not the case. They got the Eagles yes, this week. Big game. Huge game. Huge game. They could go 2 and 1 in the division. If they can put it away at home, something they've not been able to do with consistency this year. I'm your host, Teddy Jenkins, along with your other host, Max Bacon. He's excited. I sound monosyllabic, but that's because I've been playing PlayStation VR all day. I was Batman. Now I'm doing this. <laughs> see, see, it's a little bit different. I'd rather be Batman. Well, I'm uh, I'm ecstatic about the winning record, and I'm also down a little bit about the whole Jordan Reed situation that's going on. Uh, it's a big deal. Uh, some people like to uh, just roll their eyes at it, but this is his fifth diagnosed concussion since his days in college playing for Florida. Uh, that's that's getting into dangerous territory if he's not already there. Yeah, and the NFL is taking it a lot more seriously than they used to. Um, I'm thinking that if this is a true concussion diagnosis and it's probably looking like it is, he's going to miss several weeks. I think he missed like three or four games last year with a concussion. Yeah. With a concussion. I think you're right. Um, yeah. Uh, he's known to have them. They they knew this when they gave him the contract this offseason. I, I think I mentioned it in our first episode of the season. That's just, uh, you have to know that going in with Jordan Reed. And they rolled the dice, and here we are. Yeah, that was one of our discussions that we had. You know, he... I guess it was last season we were saying, you know, is this a guy that you want to count on for 10 games a year to have great games knowing he's going to be out four to six? Um, I mean, is it worth the risk? He, he signed a big deal. Uh, yeah, he signed a big deal, and uh, I think the Redskins thought it was worth it if they thought they could have him, you know, 14, uh, 12 games a season maybe. Uh, he put up huge numbers, uh, record numbers for a tight end last year uh, with only uh, starting just, you know, not not a full season. Yeah, and luckily we have uh, depth at the position. I mean, last year we weren't in the position to lose Reed like we are this year with Vernon Davis it's, and Niles Ball healthy. It's because everybody got hurt in training camp last year. Right, yeah. Can't can't really help that, but uh, here we are. Hopefully uh, he's okay. I don't think we're going to see him at all uh, this this week. No, no, I highly doubt it. I went ahead and ran and picked up uh, Vernon Davis in fantasy, and uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm worried about it, but it is what it is. I think the offense can still be efficient without him if Kirk... They'd, can... be, they'd be really efficient if uh, Kirk would throw the deep ball to Deshaun Jackson. You know it's going to come throw together in the Eagles game. The deep ball to Deshaun 
Jackson. Dear God. It better he's, come together. He's gonna get his he's gonna be flapping his wings in the end zone just like he always does against Philly. I hope so. There's nothing I wanna see more. Yeah, what about the uh, link I sent you the other day um, that he did not rule out a return to Philly. Did you uh, read anything into that at all? I'm, I mean, I, I don't. I just don't think he's going to burn bridges, and and he hasn't burned uh, a bridge in Philly even since he's left. The only thing that he's ever said negative was about Chip Kelly, and that's gone. And I think everybody kind of saw that happening. I actually had some Eagles fans. Um, I tagged them in the post on Facebook with that comment, and. Uh, I had a couple say they don't want him back. Um, they just feel like he's too much trouble for what he's worth, and that they felt highly disrespected that at their stadium that he's doing the bird flap on the 50-yard line and all that jazz. Sucks to be them. Yeah, uh, I'll take him. I, yeah, I would take him in a heartbeat. Um, he has no criminal record. He has no, hasn't been in trouble. Hasn't really. Been, I don't even think he's been suspended since he's been in the league, has he? Not that I can remember. Um... So, I, I don't know where people get off calling him, like, a bad person, or, or like, a, a, a like, there's, there's, there's not even any evidence of him being a cancer in the locker room or anything, so I don't understand it. He's just a trash talker on the field. It's, like, it's the same thing that D'Angelo Hall does and gets a bad rap for. It's because he's 180 pounds. He's got to do something. <laughs> he just burns everybody and talks crap in their face, and I'm fine with that. Yeah, I mean he's he's got to talk big and he plays big, so I, I have no no issue with it. Whatever, uh, I, I'm just glad the Redskins are where they're at. Um, three and two, three and two. It's crazy. Uh, I think everybody kind of had the Browns game in the bag, and they played and they beat them, and they looked pretty decent. Uh, a little closer than I thought it should have been. Won two road games against two uh, above 500 opponents. Yeah, they've got some. Uh, they're, they're on a streak right now. I think it's four in a row or something going back to last year in road games. Yep, that's right. They uh, seems like they struggle more at home. I mean, FedEx. Uh, it's it's a concrete dungeon. Um, I, I'm not surprised. There's no real home field advantage there. Uh, it, it'll be a good day when they get a new stadium. Yeah, it'll be a little bit, but uh, I'm looking forward to that. Oh yeah, it's it's quite a ways off. I'm sorry if I'm a little bit distracted here. I'm watching Game 5 of the NLDS. We record this, and it's just, uh, I'm worried. I'm worried. Yeah, the old Nationals are about to go down, it's looking like. And I know that frustrates you, but it doesn't bother me, because uh, I'm a Redskins fan through and through, but uh, that doesn't translate over to liking other Washington teams. Yeah, you're disgusting. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, let's let's get to this week's matchup against the Eagles. Uh Let's uh, let's talk about a couple of things that happened in the Ravens game here. Uh, that's you know may affect it. We've, we're talking about uh, concussion for um, Jordan Reed. Uh, Morgan Moses, I think, was hurt in that game as well, right? Um, I haven't seen anything like as far as practice this week. Um, he did he did have to suffer a little injury during the game against Baltimore. But I think he's going to play, as far as I know. Was anybody else going through the concussion protocol? I thought two players. Cravens. Were. Cravens. Yeah, he's wearing those glasses. Yeah. Caused a little bit of an uproar. Uh, apparently, he was just kidding when he when he put those on. He he doesn't have to wear them for the rest of his life. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, that is yeah. that is a real thing though, that he was playing off of. That literally can happen to people. Um, I'm glad it's uh, yeah. not happening to him. But 
you know. that's just another case of a, a young kid trying to make a joke and uh, not really thinking about the consequences it's going to have. Yeah, Jay said he straightened him out. He knows what he can and cannot post. Uh, Jay's also a moron. Uh, <laughs> let's let's talk a little bit about that. Let's talk about play calling um, a little bit here after we're past the one quarter of the way through the season. The play calling at times, I think, has been horrible, as, as well as coaching a lot of time has been horrible. Uh, just not... Uh, just not very sharp. Players making boneheaded decisions. Um, there multiple fade routes to the corner of an end zone. Um, not going deep. Uh, the Redskins have a very, very low uh, yards per pass in the air. Right yeah, now. yeah. Kirk is last in the league in passes attempted over ten yards, and um, it's kind of frustrating because it seems like when our defense plays really well, our offense seems to struggle, and uh, vice versa. And the defense versa. hasn't allowed a touchdown in the second half of the last three games. Yeah, there you go. I mean, as bad as the Ravens played to where they only scored ten points, uh, I mean, still winning by six is, uh, you know, I feel like it should have been worse than that, but I'll take a win on the road no matter how it I can should, get it. It should have been by seven. Right? Yeah, that's unbelievable. Um, we like we toot Hopkins' horn last week, and uh, he misses an extra point. <laughs> I, I mean, the wind. Uh, I was there. This is my first road game since 2010 uh, against the Tennessee Titans. Uh, I was happy to even my road uh, games up to two and two. Excited about that. There you Getting go. 500. Uh, almost, almost like the Redskins, but uh, it was it was super windy. It was super windy in the stadium. I could see why uh, a lot of the punts were getting just they they go straight up in the air or just like straight up or kind of up in the air and then sideways. It, it was weird. Yeah, I mean it's understandable, honestly. And it, it's where and it's where they've got those kind of open areas in the the end zone sides of the stadium too. It it causes the wind to whip through there too, and they they were getting a good gust. Yeah, I mean, and he made his only field goal attempt, so, I mean, it is what it is. It, it made it a little more scary being up well, six instead of seven, he, but... He made, one, he made one of two. Oh, well, yeah, I forgot that long, long attempt that he yeah, had. He almost had it. Like, if it hadn't got blown down, he would have had it. Yeah. He, he, uh, Hopkins normally has that uh, if, it, if the weather is not what it was. Yeah, I completely forgot about that. But it was right online. It just fell short. I honestly thought he made that. Other, otherwise, special teams look pretty good. Let's talk about Crowder. Finally. Finally just took one home. Special teams player of the week. Yeah, NFC special teams player of the week. Crowder, uh, one of my favorite McGlowan draft picks, one of my favorite recent players, just just works, just runs routes, just catches the ball, just uh, tons of yak. And on, uh, honestly, vision. honestly, probably at this point, the offensive, if not team, MVP so far. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Him or Jordan Reed. Yeah, and then, you know, on, on defense, you could argue uh, Norman, more than likely, would be the MVP. Norman's played really well, has a well, like a cast thing on his hand right now. It's been sw- swollen up pretty bad, landed on it pretty bad during the Ravens game, but... He's going to wear uh, that during the game Sunday. Yeah, he's going he's gonna to wear it again. He's, he's going to be alright. He's going to keep playing. He's a baller. Uh, hopefully he can keep playing hard. Uh, that, he had me a little worried there with that last uh, last play of the game, almost I guess. Yeah, but uh, it didn't it didn't matter. He had his foot out of bounds. Uh, it was absolutely out of bounds. Uh, the, the Ravens fan beside me uh, didn't believe it. 
Uh, he, he had the the first one, which was, I thought, close. The play before they got challenged, I thought was pretty close. That one I saw for absolute sure because I was uh, sitting in the, the upper deck of that end zone. Saw it for sure. Oh, I nice. Like, yeah, that's, I was like, yeah, he was out. He was out. He's, he's going to have one more chance. He was out, though. Jesus. Yeah, we Come had on. a... Uh... you win? <laughs> Will you win? <laughs> <laughs> there was a, a few frustrated Ravens fans on, on Twitter. Um, I kind of did a little there's searching. A oh, yeah. There's there's tons of frustrated uh, Ravens fans. I had some uh, in in the sitting right beside me. I was, I was sitting right between Ravens fans. I went by myself, and I just had these guys just talk and smack the whole time. And then they just started talking smack about their own team. That's about hilarious. How much, they, about how much they hate Flacco, how much he's a joke, and how much they uh, hate Tressman, which is funny that I guess they were right about Tressman because he gets fired. This is the second time, for the second time, two straight times uh, in 2012 when the Redskins played the Ravens and beat them. They fired Cam Cameron, their offensive coordinator, and again, in 2016, after the Redskins beat the Ravens, they fire their offensive coordinator, Mark Tressman. It's That's the Reds, Redskins Spear of Death. Uh, yeah, the the Battle of the Beltway is uh, is a it's scary one. Yeah, apparently. Scary one if, for, especially if you're an offensive, offensive coordinator. coordinator. <laughs> Ravens. Uh, uh, it, it brings me great happiness. They're one of my most hated teams. Their fans are obnoxious. You had your football team taken away once. Shut up. I hope it'll happen again. Yeah, I had an argument with a Baltimore fan on Twitter the other day. A he was saying... A Baltimore on down at the Royal Farms. <laughs> exactly. He was basically worst. saying how that we Order. were their worst loss of the season, like making it seem like it's so awful to lose to the Redskins. And I'm like, dude, you all barely beat the Browns. That would have been way worse if you all lost to the Browns. And he was trying to argue with me that it would not. Like yeah, we made the playoffs the, last year. Th- this is in the 2002 Redskins. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're we're not uh, uh, bragging about uh, winning a you are a preseason game in Japan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Completely different. Completely different. If uh, um, you want to hear some of these social media comments that I yeah, found. T- t- tell me about the, some of those uh, those morons. It's, I hope I hope it's as great as the guy that kept screaming "Dirty Bird" behind me. I was like, isn't that Atlanta? Is that copyright? Or is that gimmick infringement? <laughs> it seems that way. Um, uh, Eddie, go ahead. Hit, hit me with some of these. Yeah, they weren't so much hate on us as uh, it was on their own team. Um, we had a at mgomez186 said, Redskins suck against the run? Question mark. Yes. Ravens, quote, great. Let's pass the ball without Steve Smith Jr. Or senior. <laughs> he looked like a junior because he went out. Um Captain, at Captain Jacko says, at Joe Flacco looks like the guy who works at Taco Bell and gets picked up by his mom when his shift is over. Hashtag Ravens suck. At least, uh, at least he had the balls to at reply Joe Flacco. I mean, when I talk smack about uh, famous public figures, I, I like to at reply them too. Yeah, so they gotta see it. I mean, it's like talking smack around somebody's back. Absolutely. Um, at some long name that I have no idea what it is, uh, says nobody even likes the Ravens outside of Maryland. Can you testify to that? Um, I don't even know why they like the Ravens. So <laughs> when the Redskins are right there, I, I yeah, I mean, I guess it's for the holdovers from the Colts. I guess I don't know. And uh, our last one at Travis Edwards 08. This is a. 
uh, play. It says uh, Harbaugh to Tressman. Uh, we scored 10 points against the Redskins. That'll be all. Have a good day. Bye. Um, I will say the Ravens did kind of hand the game to the Redskins. They should have just kept running the ball. They were running the ball well. Uh, they went away from the run and just kept passing lots of dinky-dunky stuff. And that was not going to get them anywhere. They didn't really try to go deep on the Redskins uh, until late. And then they almost got a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It made no uh, sense. Yeah, there, it was some terrible offensive uh, uh, prowse that was flexed there. It was terrible. Yeah, yeah. And um, we had a uh, also a listener que- question, speaking of Twitter. Oh, is it is it our uh, longtime listener? It's uh, it is a long time listener. It's at Augustus McCray forty four. What did his name used to be? Jingles. <laughs> old, old George Jingles. And uh, he asked See, I us. I remember. I remember. And he actually at he actually added the Redskins in this one. Um, he said, "I'm getting Jonesed out. When is it time to give Kelly a try or Thompson?" And uh, I assume uh, he means for the starting job. A while back, Jones is terrible. Like uh, so I, I'm, I'm over time. Jones. I'm 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 selling. Selling on Jones. I'm selling. You're calling yeah, a, a McLoan third. I'd cut him right now if I could. You're calling a McLoan so, third rounder I'm, a bust, right? I'm I'm so over Matt Jones. He is. He just runs right into holes. Like like just right into them. And by holes, I mean the back of his lineman. Yeah, I mean... He has no vision. He has no vision, and he puts the ball on the turf. He's a liability every time he has the ball. Yeah, I mean, I can't I can't sit here and argue with you. And um, I ran a poll on our page earlier, and uh, Robert Kelly is currently tied with Matt Jones as the people that are... As, as the running back our listeners want to want to see. Uh, Robert Kelly... Uh, give me some Robert Kelly with a dose of Chris Thompson. Yeah. I think Chris Thompson's fantastic. He's Mister Yak. He is. He can't. But he's not going to be a feature back. But I honestly think no. The, he can't. He can't carry the full weight. Yeah, he, uh, he can of, compliment uh, of the carries. He's like but a yeah, scrolls. But, but I guess he could probably carry the full weight of the carries in the Jake Gruden offense. Right. <laughs> yeah. There's not enough runs called to to be too worried about it. And and people thinking that's going to change. It's not. Remember him in Cincinnati had yeah. the same rep. Yeah, I he's mean, not going to change. That's just who Jay Gruden is. Yeah, he's not balanced. his best running back was Giovanni Bernard, and that was because he threw to him quite a bit. Yep, and I think Chris Thompson can be that guy, and he's proven to be that guy whenever he gets his hands on the ball. Yeah, he's explosive. He's quick, and he uh, makes plays every every time he touches the ball. I mean, you know, at least tries to if he gets blocked for. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, after after a few weeks here, after five weeks, um, give me a, a grade of the offense, defense, special teams, coaching, and Kirk Cousins. This is uh, for all five weeks or the Ravens game? Uh, for the Ravens game. I was just, you know, talking gotcha. about the conclusion of the fifth week. Just, just making sure, just making sure. Just um, clarifying. <laughs> for the offense... Um, 16, should be 17, basically, points against a pretty good Ravens D. Um, since One I'm, of the top-ranked Ds in the, in the league. Yeah, and since I'm not specifically grading Kirk Cousins, um, I'll give them a 
C plus. And um, I, I'm very proud of our defense for the the second half play. I mean, it looked like from the get go that they were going to get ran all over, and they stepped it up. So I'll give the defense a B plus. Holding the Ravens yeah. to ten on the roads, pretty pretty impressive. And um, no doubt, special teams. No doubt. Special teams does not get an A for the probably one of the first times this year, um, just because basically the wind. Blame it on the wind. <laughs> the wind screwed us not over. The rain, not the rain, Millie Vanilli, the wind. So we'll give them a straight C because, I mean, they had good coverage. We just missed a couple kicks, and Tressway is awesome as usual. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you could probably up that when you talk about the Crowder touchdown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, I mean, I'm yeah. sitting there thinking about kicks and whatnot. Uh, yeah, let's give them some extra credit. Straight up to a B. Yeah, come on. How about the coaching? Get, t- let's talk about coaching. Um, the coaching, uh, well, it's going that's going to average out to about a C as well because I'm going to give our offensive grade an F and our defensive coaching grade an A. So we'll go straight C. And how about Kirk Cousins? Um, Kirk Cousins, stupid, stupid interception that he got bailed out of. Thank God. Uh, he's lucky. He's very he's lucky. Super lucky. He didn't put up, you know great impressive stats or anything uh, i'll give him a c minus i'm going to go a c for the offense they moved the ball on a pretty stout defense they just kept turning the ball over and over and over Kirk cousins interception absolutely inexcusable it's the same thing every interception it seems it's one of those deep out hits your comebacks and he noodle arms it and he gets picked off or it's a he just doesn't see the linebacker. <laughs> yeah, just you just move in front of the ball mm-hmm. every time, um, and, and getting it knocked out to the end zone was just pure luck. Just pure luck. That could have changed the whole game. Oh, I mean that was a game changer. That was a huge like that that changed the complexion of the whole game. They turned a negative play, an interception, a play that they would have had at least on the one, if not for the bonehead that fumbled it out of the back of the end zone. Into a 17-yard game. Yep. It was a game changer. Absolute game changer. It really was. Um, they got bailed out. Defense for this game, I'm giving them a B plus. That might be the only time it happens this year. They haven't allowed a touchdown in the second half of the last three games, and they've won the last three games. That's crazy. Got to keep doing that. Got to keep having those big interceptions, big turnovers at opportune times. And just just taking advantage of things. Taking advantage of things. Coaching, offensive play calling's been horrible. I give it a D. A D. And and defense for the most part has been really bad, but the last three games has given me a little bit of hope. I'm gonna give them a C minus. I think they can get better. He's uh, Joe Barry's doing a little bit in the second half when he wasn't making adjustments there early on. They've started making adjustments. Hopefully, they can continue. This we, week's a big game. We called for adjustments on both sides, and only one side's truly doing the adjustments. Absolutely. And Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins gets a C minus. Uh, he he keeps missing Deshaun Jackson deep several times. He's he's had few targets the past two weeks, and he's been open. They've kind of and taken he's, some. He, he started open his mouth this week. He, he's gonna he's gonna have to start hitting him. Yeah, they've kind of taken some like uh, low key shots at each other. Uh yeah. Um, and honestly, I, I that's completely validated. Deshaun Jackson is in a 
contract year. He can't afford that. He's 30 years old. This is this is could be his last big contract. He's got to make money. Her cousin's got to get get with it. Like, this is a business too, you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, and reading an article on ESPN earlier, uh, they gave Cousins a 35% chance of being on another team next year. What percent chance do you give Kirk Cousins on being on another team versus returning to the Redskins? 60-40 Redskins right now. Okay. So you give them even more chance to go. I wouldn't be surprised. If he was refranchised, he it would cost us $24 million. Absolutely, but can they go out and get somebody just as good as him? What's the... In the draft or through free agency? If McLuhan thinks he can, he can. I'll trust him. For the most part, he's been right. Other than Malcolm Kelly 2.0, Josh Doxson so far. <laughs> yeah, I knew you had to throw that in there. I'm, I'm not Malcolm, worried about Doxson yet. Kelly two, Malcolm Kelly 2.0 watch, week five. No, no, we're all right. Dotson's going to be good. He uh, just give him some time. We'll see. We'll see. It's uh, not contributing really at all, and your first year's bad. Bad. As a first rounder, yes. Yeah, it's it's terrible. They expected him to contribute this year. They needed him to contribute this year, and he hasn't done much. He was starting to though, and then the whole injury thing happened. Well, I mean, it was just a holdover from the injury from way back in the summer. He's, I been hurt. He's been hurt for a while. Yeah, but uh, I'm not. I'm not ready to call him Malcolm Kelly yet. We'll see. That's why I said Malcolm Kelly 2.0. Watch five. <laughs> we it's will on. see. It's on. We we're at we're at code uh, uh, toasty toasty yellow. You're more worried than I am. Uh, you know what I'm not worried about. What's that? My pockets being straight. You know why I'm not? Because they always stay straight. They always stay straight because we got some ads. Listen to them. Buy some stuff. Listen to some stuff. Here you go. Want some wrestling excitement? Uh, we'll snap into an episode of the Blue Bar Cage. Yeah. Retro pay-per-view breakdowns, body slam in action, and all sorts of other shenanigans. So get on your Google machine and head on over to BlueBarCage.com. Yeah, find us in iTunes or on your favorite podcasting app. Dig it! What's up, y'all? It's everyone's favorite bacon, and I gotta tell you about a sizzling new site called Bpop, best player on planet. From the creators of Home Team Scouts, Bpop is a site with legit player and team merchandise for all NFL fans. They're adding new stuff for each team all the time. And best of all, if you use promo code HTTR16, you will get 15% off your entire order, and you can't beat that. Find them on Twitter at Best Player Today and head on over to bestplayeronplanet.com to find you some fresh new NFL gear right now. Holy smokes! Holy cow! What's going on? It's another week. And that means it's time for another episode, another great rendition of... Max Bacon's Six Sizzling Keys to Victory. Mmm. Smell it. Smell it. Hear it? Hit me with that first... Hear it? Hit me with that first slap of bacon. 
Uh, Smack me across the face with it. All right, number one. Leave a big smear of grease. <laughs> I don't want to give you some grease burns. You might burn your beard off there. It uh, wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> number one. Uh, we need better third down efficiency on both sides of the football. Uh, we've really struggled on offense, uh, converting third downs lately, and on defense, third and stopping one. them. Third and one. Over and over. It was torture. Oh, my God. It was the worst thing ever. Third and one. Over and over. It was like Groundhog's Day. And I was Bill Murray, but not in a good way, and it sucked. What do most teams do on third and one whenever their pass game isn't really going too well? Run the ball, but the Redskins have Matt Jones, and he sucks. He has zero vision, and he just runs into the back of people, and he fumbles the ball, and he sucks. I hate you, Matt Jones. <laughs> well, that's part of it. We don't have a fullback anymore to give it to, so uh, we're going to have to figure something out. God, I hate you, Matt Jones. Just hand it to Niles Paul. He's doing great in the fullback position. Hand me that second slab of bacon. <laughs> What's Mike Sellers doing these days? Uh, uh, <laughs> number two uh, stop making bonehead mistakes and calls oh my god Kirk if you don't see a linebacker sliding into coverage this week I'm going to come down on the field and I'm going to just, just slap you just slap you across the face it's simple it's, it's literally a zone coverage all the linebacker does is what he's supposed to do it just kind of drifts back into the hook curl zones and don't look your receiver right in the eyes the whole time he's running his route because they know where you're going. And don't take a stupid sack at a stupid time. But uh, hang on. Let me say this, though. I do want to give Kirk credit. He, I think he always has bad situational awareness. For once, he had really great situa- situational awareness. When they uh, snapped the ball when he was in shotgun and they snapped it early on him and the ball went just, just bouncing across the field... And he grabbed it, and he was outside the tackle box, and he threw it for an incompletion. He saved the game there, possibly, because that would have been a huge loss for the Redskins if he would have just eaten it. Right. Instead, they allowed Tresway to pin him deep, and maybe, maybe won the game for him. That was a good situational awareness. I want more of that, Kirk, and good. less of, uh, I'm going to take a sack at the end of the half and cost points, Kirk. Go, Kirk. Go, Kirk. I don't want to have my 30-whatever-dollars I spent on my Color Rush t-shirt that just came in today wasted. Yeah, I think he hung out with Rex Grossman for too long. I don't know what's the matter with him. Hit me with that third slab of bacon. Number three, I want to play defense the whole game like we've been playing in the second half. And uh, Please, we, let's play a whole game. Yes, that... We should be able to stop the Eagles' offense. It's nothing spectacular. Their defense has really been what's kept them in They're the game. They're not throwing this year. the ball down the field. They're not throwing the ball down the field at all. Dallas, Dallas is doing the same thing with Dak Prescott, and Philly's doing the same thing with Wentz. They're just they're throwing short passes. Yeah, yeah, and uh, we really should beat Dallas. So if we kind of play the game the same way, just minus the mistakes, we should win this ball game. Absolutely should. Absolutely should. Hit me with that next. All right. Number four, uh, we need to uh, hit Wentz and rattle his confidence. He's one of those uh, rookie QBs that hasn't quite got the memo of sliding like RG3 still hasn't (laughs) four or five years later. 
and uh, yeah. So let, let's hit him hard, uh, get him shook. You know, maybe get a pick He's or a two. He's a big guy, though. He's a big guy. He is a big guy, but uh, we but, got uh, we got some big guys. But on his first later in the preseason, he d- he did get hurt. Yeah, Chris Baker just needs to like break right through the line and crush him or Kerrigan and <laughs> give him a suit. <laughs> you mean Trent? You mean Trent Murphy? He is he does lead the team in sacks? Jeez, surprisingly, no kidding. Oh, breakout year, breakout year for Trent Murphy. I'm loving it because I mean I've I've been waiting on that. He's a second round pick, you know. Yeah, finally, finally. I, I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe the system fits him or something, or maybe he's just uh, finding it. I, I I know he gained weight and then lost weight because uh, Gillette uh, got hurt again during the preseason, or I guess uh, in training camp, not even preseason. Yeah. Uh, so he he had to trim back down a little bit. He's he's looking good. He's looking fierce. You know, it usually does people favors whenever they train at a heavier weight and then cut down to a lower weight. It just seems like they're faster and stronger. Maybe that's true. It's looking good so far. Give me that next slab of bacon. Number five, uh, we need to figure something out in the run game. It's it's far from spectacular. It's far from good. Um, I don't know if it's more so the running back or more so the system, but uh, we got to figure something out. Absolutely got to figure something out, and I think it's the running back. Matt Jones is a bomb. He's a bomb. Cut him. I hate him. Get rid of him. He stinks. I know you don't agree that way, but that's where I'm at right now. That's how angry he's making me. He's fumbling. He keeps sucking repeatedly. He's getting some really good blocks, too. It, it makes me sad whenever you see every defensive lineman being blocked, every linebacker, and then he runs into the back of somebody. You know who is really, really good at one cut and running and had really great vision? Alfred Morris. Yeah. Remember, uh, remember him? Yeah, I remember. I'm, I miss him. I would trade Matt Jones and a fourth rounder to get him back. Yeah, I've been eating member berries. <laughs> I, I just I want him back. I want him back. Member berries. Makes me sick. Makes me sick. Give me that last slab of bacon. All right. Well, I need to adjust this. I guess I did this before the news today. I, I, I had don't let Deshaun Jackson and Jordan Reed disappear, um, but uh, basically now it's down to Deshaun Jackson uh, with throw him the ball. Don't overthrow him, dear God, and throw him the ball. But it just seems like he just disappears during the game. Like, he gets overthrown a couple times, and they don't go at him anymore. Like, it's getting so frustrating because he's too talented for that. Throw him the ball. Throw him the ball. Throw him the ball. Dear God, Kirk, throw him the ball. What do you want <laughs> him to, all I got to say. What do you want him to do now? Throw him the ball. <laughs> you know what the name of uh, Keyshawn Jackson's uh, book was? What's that? Just throw him the damn ball. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. All right, so after missing last episode, Max, I hear a rumor, hear a rumor that I can see you and I can't hear you, that you have another Redskins wrap. I do, and it's it's going to make up for last week. Uh, it's actually a week three through six wrap. Okay, it better be good. I hope it. Uh, I hope it's in the style of Big Willie style, Will Smith. It's as close as it can get. All right. Uh, drop that fat see, beat uh, on uh, me. Let me let me drop that fat beat. <laughs> All right, here we go. Out of New York, escape with the win. Who would have thought we'd pick off Eli again? The game was hot and dry, but Beckham's tears made it wet. Dude was so mad he tried to fight a kicking net. Then off to Cleveland we go, the new home of RG3. Oh, there went my phone, and it's skipping everywhere. 
<laughs> Should have been a simple win, but nothing simple in D.C. The D woke up at the end two games in a row, and once again we witnessed the Josh Norman show. Kirk put up the stats, but keeps making bad mistakes. Gruden seems to want an L and does whatever it takes. His calls are confusing, but I say a win's a win. Could we really beat a team above 500 again? Head to Baltimore to make it three in a row and end the bandwagon run of Kenny Alvo. Special teams last year was the Tiddlywinks 10. This year, Crowder's made it magic again. He took one to the house, and man, it was great. Ending the dry spell from 2008. Didn't need much more than that with the Ravens looking tired. And two times in a row, we got the Ravens OC fired. But this week coming up is far from a bye. The Eagles come to, da- to town and some feathers about to fly. They got a tough D, but their QB's just a rookie. And we're going to beat them down like someone didn't pay their bookie. So let's get it done, Skins, and make it 4-2. and two. Then head off to London and beat them stupid Bengals, too. Jesus. Oh, God. You you really did idolize John Cena, didn't you? <laughs> it's my hero, man. John Cena and Goldberg. Oh, uh, you like the worst wrestlers ever. <laughs> I, I respect you, but I don't respect the wrestlers you like at all. Dear Jesus. Oh, dear Jesus. Uh, let's let's do something respectable and talk about gambling. What is what is what does Vegas have on the Redskins Eagles? <laughs> That's so respectable. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. They have the Eagles. Favored by three points. Um, not really a surprise. So six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not really a surprise because looking back, Pittsburgh destroyed us and then they kind of destroyed Pittsburgh. So I think people are going to look at that comparison and, um, you know, anyhow. You got beat by Detroit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm hoping that um, that kind of knocks them down a peg and, you know, Made them realize they're they're not as good as they were playing. Hope so, and it was it was lovely to see Wentz uh, show a flaw too. Finally, yeah, threw that pick, um, got it out of the way. Uh, the over under is forty five as well on that. By the way, jeez, jeez. All right, all right, Max. What do you got? What do you, what do you see here? What's your what's your prediction? Well, I'm thinking that we've had the Eagles number as of late and uh, Kirk seems to always play pretty well against them so I'm going to give us the W and it's not going to be a high scoring spectacular game I'm going to say it'll be 23 to 17 23 to 17 Redskins yes I'm close there I'm close there 17, 24. Filthy. Oh. Feathers flying the wrong way. It hurts. I don't want it to happen, but I just... I just... I think the Redskins have gotten super lucky. Super lucky these past three weeks. The ball has bounced their way. Hopefully it continues. Hopefully the pendulum is going that way. That momentum. I hope so. been talked about through the ages. That momentum. I hope it just stays with them, but... I don't know. I'm not faithful yet. I'm or not faithful. I, I'm I'm entirely faithful. I'm I just don't I don't have I don't believe. I don't believe yet. Make me believe though. Yeah, I mean if they win, then then you have to pretty much become a believer. Um, I, I work with a guy. Uh, he's from Philly, and we have a cheese steak bet on this game 
there's a place called Famous Phillies down here. So I told him before I left work tonight, I said, you know what tastes better than a cheesesteak? A free cheesesteak. <laughs> I've, I've only actually had one cheesesteak my entire life, and it was from the very first Philly cheesesteak in Philadelphia where Rocky went. Oh, cool. Uh, it was delicious. I liked it, but uh, that's only what I've ever had for whatever reason. <laughs> Let's ring their Liberty Bell. <laughs> yeah, put another crack in it. Uh, ho- hopefully, hopefully Deshaun Jackson does like you were thinking. Hopefully, he does it a couple times. He he does seem to get real hungry against Philly. Yeah, and he's healthy coming into this one. That's um, not been the status quo as of late versus them for whatever reason. Absolutely. Here we go again, though. Hopefully, they can do it. Hopefully, they can take control. First place in the NFC East. There's a possibility. There's a possibility they could be first place. After this weekend. And hashtag pray for Jordan Reed. Yeah, dear baby Jesus, play for, <laughs> pray for Jordan Reed. Holy cow, will you look at that? We're at the end of another episode. Episode six of this season, not the second season. Who thought we'd have made it to two? I didn't. Kenny Alvo's dead. We're still alive. <laughs> I'm your host, Eddie Jenkins. For your other host, Maximum Bacon. Saying winning isn't everything. But wanting to win is. See ya. To contact Hog in the Mic, search for us and find us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Hog in the Mic. Or send us an email at hogginthemic at gmail.com.